MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. But he did what he was asked to do. He did what he was asked to do time and time and time and time and time and time again, did it this time, and is a part of the biggest social media video that WWE has done all year, beating CM Punk. He is a part of that. Give him a world title. Reward that guy with a title shot. When it comes to professional wrestling, if you are talking about it, we are talking about it. Welcome to the Wrestle Chat Podcast with the Ant-Man. Tonight, TNA is back at Hard to Kill. Mickey James has a brand new job. Our truth is bringing back little Jimmy. And where is Sasha Banks? You know, we're going to hit them all here on episode 41 of the Wrestle Chat Podcast. But first, we're going to get things started off with Tony's Twitter meltdown michael welcome back to the podcast how's your week been so far it's been great man um not as busy of a week in wrestling but still plenty of talk to talk about so i'm ready to dive in and see what's going on thankful for some fat fingers from tony khan we've got uh, uh plenty of entertainment on twitter let's uh let's set up tony tweets uh, you know maybe like a, a series of matches here's what i gather it started with a guy named uh, i say it started I'm just going to start here. How about that? His name, I believe, is Raj Giri. Uh, he was tweeting, these guys do have history. Seth Rollins defeated Jinder Mahal in the tournament finals to become the first NXT champion. And it was a picture of the two of them in the ring when uh, they were facing off on, on Raw. Of course, setting up the, uh, the world title match coming up this Monday. USA Network replied and said, what was the cage match rating? And I'm guessing somewhere... In that right there, it started lighting a fuse under Tony Khan. I don't know. He chimed in. A moral victory for USA is one win more than their world title challenger, Jinder Mahal, has in the past 364 days because it's been literally a full year since he won a match. You really put AEW in our place. Getting Jinder Mahal in a big match on your TV show. Do it more often. More from Tony. 
He wrote just a, not a reply, just a, a random tweet that said a double standard hook 28 and one career record on a winning streak calls out the champ. A logical challenge sparks online outrage. Gender has literally lost every single match he's in for the past year. Immediately gets a title shot. Where is the rage? And then comes in Eric Bischoff. And I love a man, a few words. In fact, it was, it wasn't even a word at all. It was simply the clown face. And that I believe is what completely set Tony Khan off. How has Tony come so unhinged on Twitter this past week? Now I'm not mad at it because like you said, kind of been a slow week and this has been fun to follow. Although it has been complicated. What are your feelings on uh, some of these, uh, some of these tweets from Tony this week? Well, it's very layered. Okay. First of all, let's address big picture stuff. Um, one thing that WWE has done very well under multiple regimes is speak softly and carry a big stick. <laughs> you know, if Agreed. you go back to even the Monday night wars, WCW was always talking about WWE, but WWE was rarely talking about WCW because the focus was on the product. Okay. So you have Vince McMahon era. You come now to what we consider the, the triple H era, if you will, you know, the most recent comment that I can remember from the corporate standpoint was hall of fame a few years ago when the infamous, pissant company line yes. uh came out but other than that you don't hear you know wwe addressing aew at all and as the first layer this is where tony khan has got to just chill his jets a little bit because you know if he would put about half the effort into booking that he did in trying to troll wwe the product would probably be a lot different Okay, so there's layer number one. Layer number two, since when did we hate Jinder Mahal? Absolutely. I mean, can, we talk up, can we talk about it for a minute? Now, like, in all honesty, that, I think I, I pretty much hated three-man band, but I, I think it was in the majority yeah. on that. Uh, now I appreciate them and appreciate all the guys in the band, but that might be the last time that even hate and gender were even close in a sentence to me. Yeah, obviously he had one of the most unforeseen and controversial WWE title runs, but anybody that you could trust with an opinion in wrestling yeah. will agree that it was highly successful. The dude looked like a champion. The dude carried himself like a champion. The dude wrestled like a champion. Everything about it was great. His uh, entrance from uh, being WWE champion has been circulating uh, uh, X Twitter Twix again. And, uh, and it's just money. And and so now we're, you know, addressing the Tony Khan comments directly about hasn't won a match in a year. Yeah. And and to be honest, I wasn't aware that he's wrestled in the last year. I'm not sure because he did either. he's been a manager yep. for a tag team. Yep. And and even at that, that tag team has been incredibly dominant. His look as a manager and his countenance as a manager in that tag team has been nothing short of phenomenal. And so I'm just sitting back going, Tony, what's the problem? <laughs> you know, and he's a former world champion. Why not see him step up after a long hiatus on TV to to fight for the championship? Everything about it 
makes sense. And so I think it's just, um, you know, we may talk about some numbers later, but I think the numbers uh, speak to why Tony might be just a little upset. A little bit. And, you know, this also comes at a time when uh, they have wrestlers and staff leaving left and right. Your EVP's wife has now decided she doesn't want to work here anymore. And she's taken off. It's it's very odd to see this, and maybe it's a maybe it's a distraction and an outlet for Tony after so many things that have that have gone on there that do seem somewhat troubling. I mean, love him, hate him. He has been the voice of everyone that is living, breathing right now's childhood or at least big moments that they've ever thought of, and that's good old Jr. Jim Ross. His contract is ending in February. He just states that he hopes that 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 Tony does something, but right now there's, well, there's nothing. And he, this could be another person you just let fade off. Okay, well, just just take off. He did, you know, they did hire somebody else that you know, another coach and other people are coming in. People that I mean, I think Scotty Too Hotty. You remember Scotty Too Hotty? He he. I think he's now an agent with AEW, uh, which is very cool. I'm glad that, that glad that he's working and glad that he's doing that. But man, some of the people that have left QT Marshall. I mean, it's really started obviously with Cody Rhodes taking off, and it seems like since then, just things have just kind of. It, Without Cody saying a word, you can kind of see, well, I wonder if this is not the reason that Cody took off. I mean, it's it seems like the place is in shambles and uh, he likes to, you know, tout ratings here, there and and Jan, uh, he being Tony every once in a while. But man, I, I figured it up and you would have to do dynamite twice uh, to uh, to get close to uh, raw ratings every week. On an on average, it's right. I mean, we're give or take a hundred thousand people, but man, we're talking about you know one point five, one point six million every week with with WWE, and we're getting half of that on AEW. I think you should just pay attention to your product and not worry about what matches Jinder Mahal is getting. And to to talk more numbers, um, you know, we we on the Russell Chat podcast say it all the time. We try and be positive. We try and, you know, encourage, you know, the the good side of wrestling. And the truth is I sure, want all AEW fans. to succeed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're all fans. Yeah. I want AEW to succeed. I'm not placed firmly, so firmly in either camp. Competition is good for business. And, and AEW has done a great job at times of being a great, Set, um, a, a great alternative product, yeah. not a secondary product, but a great alternative product um, to the WWE. It seems like just in the last six to eight months, uh, maybe a year that, you know, we've seen some people go like Cody, but, but there was still strong talent on the roster. You had CM Punk back. Oh, oh, wait, CM Punk's gone. Oh, well, we still have Chris Jericho. Well, he's 55 and is has some allegations against him now that are uh, unknown whether to be true or not. You have the Young Bucks, which are very polarizing people. But all of this to say you're lacking star power and you're lacking storylines. But but let's get to some actual numbers that are concerning. Uh, there's a report circulating around that AEW in the year the, the the business year of 2023 is estimated to lose 35 million dollars globally on their products. Wow. Um, now 
you could say, hey, they're still within, you know, a couple of years of of being open. That's fine. Businesses take time to be profitable. Um, but at the same time, you look at the level that they're operating at with production and touring and staffing, and, and you would think that we would be beyond that at this point. And just for context, the year that WCW was sold to AOL Time Warner, they were in the hole $60 million that business year. And, and that was after more time of existing than AEW. And similar backstories, you've got, you know, wealthy owners that, that can supplement the product, but, but it can't go on for forever. And when you look at AEW being in the fourth or fifth year of business, I believe I'm shooting from the hip on that. And they're already 55% of the way to the same number that WCW closed shop on. That's scary. It is scary. So while I, I wish them to succeed, things are not exactly looking positive in AEW land. Let's uh, let's give some love to gender here. We, we mentioned him. There's, we, I don't know why all this hate came out about gender. And I, I love that even he chimed in just a little bit on Twitter. And he said, what's a hook? Um, I love that. So uh, so let's think about gender. He was so long in three man band. Um, he uh, he ate crow, I would say, in that group often. And kind of that's that was the role of that. That crew was to kind of. Eat Crow be the, I don't want to say jobbers is so derogatory, but they were there to put whoever they were in the ring with over and have some maybe comedic relief in in some instances. Um, as that dissolved, he went away, completely reinvented himself. He uh, spent a lot of time and a lot of energy on getting himself physically fit than he had, better than he had ever been in his life. And he came back and he won the WWE title now working as an advocate for a very, very solid group. Uh, are the Indus Sheer, is that right? Indus Sheer? Yep. Thank you, Sam. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and now working as their advocate, he, he hasn't wrestled a lot of singles matches, but he, listen, he took the brunt of the letdown reaction. So he knew that when, you know, when Triple H comes out on Twitter and says, uh, so I'm not going to address the rumors, but I can say that there will be a former world champion at Raw this coming Monday. And then when the music hit, it was gender. He went out there knowing that the whole place was going to go, oh, gender Mahal, really? That's what we built this up to? And he did it anyway. He did it anyway. And he did it so stinking well. And he took a beating from The Rock. He held his own, but he took a beating from the rock. I mean, verbal beating, physical beating. He, he played his role, a credible heel. He has a story to challenge for the world champ, not a traditional story like he's worked his way up to it, but he did what he was asked to do. He did what he was asked to do time and time and time and time and time and time again, did it this time and is a part of of the biggest social media video that WWE has done all year, beating CM Punk. He is a part of that. Give him a world title. Reward that guy with a title shot. Absolutely. Let's see where that story goes. See if you see, uh, and um, they're doing more and more outside of the United States. Could this be a sign that maybe they're going, going over there, going to India? I would love that for, uh, for Jinder Mahal. And we give him all the props. I do. I, I, like I, to I know add you do too. One thing yeah. to that. We were texting this last yeah. week 
And I said to you, as we were discussing this topic, I don't know that that world title match was always planned. Yeah. And and to your point, he goes out there, cuts a killer promo, looks great, dresses the part, carries himself. He carries himself as a heel, but not like the Miz or Grayson Waller where it's the the greasy heel. He comes out and he's just like, you know what? Cocky. I'm a former world champion. Absolutely. And and just slays this promo. There, there is a part of me that thinks that because this isn't on a pay-per-view, this is on a, this is on raw. This is on a Monday That's night. Right. <laughs> and, and after the success of that promo and everything he did, it would not surprise me one bit if he got back there and that the, the writing team was just like, you know what? We're going to, we're going to give this guy a title shot. If nothing else than just to honor the way that he, commits and performs for this company. And so seeing what he did just over two Monday nights, cutting two scathing and amazing promos on people, that guy, just like you said, has all my love, has all my support. Like the dude just kills it and he doesn't get enough credit. We are gender fans here at the Wrestle Chat Podcast. Let us know what you think about uh, about the. Uh, I think we titled this uh, this episode uh, Tony's finishing move, um, angry tweets. And uh, listen, I don't know if uh, the finishing move is for the guy he's going up against or it's for him. We'll we'll find out. We need to talk about somebody else who's doing some great work, R-Truth, and somebody who's got a brand new job, Mickey James. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Talk about those guys. Hey, I got a question for you. Is one of your New Year resolutions to travel more in 2024? I want to see if we can't help you out with that. That's by hooking you up with my exclusive offer from the Chase Southwest Visa. Sign up over at WrestleChatPodcast.com slash sponsors, and you can earn 50,000 points. That's enough in most instances for two round-trip tickets. That could cover your airfare to the Royal Rumble or maybe WrestleMania 40 or many other premium live events all over the U.S. Maybe you even have a dream of going to Hawaii. It could cover that, too. Plus, you earn more points with every dollar you spend on your Chase Southwest Visa. Some restrictions apply. You can get all the details, though, over at WrestleChatPodcast.com slash sponsors. Earn 50,000 points today and check travel off your bucket list in 2024. That's WrestleChatPodcast.com slash sponsors. I didn't know Mickey James was on the job hunt. I knew that she used to be the knockouts champion. She lost to uh, Trinity over on Impact, now TNA, which we'll get to here in just a little bit. But Fightful Select has learned that Mickey James has joined OVW as creative director and head of female talent. In addition, she'll be executive producer for all of OVW wrestling shows. Bravo! That's huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's the she's the boss. That's pretty cool for Mickey James. Congrats to her. I had a, a little uh, a little encounter with Mickey James one time. Um, I've, I don't think I've ever told you the story. I was a, a, a back a Dave who uh, works for uh, THQ. He was on with us when they released the uh, uh, the game for AEW Fight Forever. Uh, and uh, I was living in Oklahoma City, working there. That's where he and I met, working with Jr. on uh, the WWE games. Well, uh, he was in town. Uh, WWE is in town. We go to the show. Mm-hmm. After the show, he goes, "Hey, do you want to go to the to the bar with with the guys?" I was like, "Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it." And while at the bar, you they're not as popular now, but you remember True Religion jeans? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I had my first pair of True Religion jeans, and that's what I was wearing that night. And so I'm, I play cool, play it cool. I've worked in radio for a long time. Don't geek out around celebrities. Wrestlers for me are a little more than celebrities. These are guys that, you know, how most people feel about country music stars or what have you. And uh, so I still played it cool the entire night. John Cena, Rey Mysterio, no mask, all this kind of stuff. And just hanging out. I'm, I'm with Dave, hanging out with Dave. And he's paying for the drinks for all the wrestlers. The place closes down. They tell us we have to leave. But Dave needed to settle up at the bar. So he's settling up at the bar. Mickey James leaves. And when she is walking by, she stops and she goes, nice jeans. And winks and walks off. Whoa! (laughs) She will deny that to her death because I promise you she does not remember that. But boy, I sure do. That's my, uh, that's my Mickey James story. And that's all that that's matters. all that matters. And there's also a picture of me and Trish Stratus on Trish Stratus's phone. That's a different story for a different time. I'll tell that later. Uh, somebody, we were talking about Jinder Mahal uh, doing such a great job at his, uh, what he does. Somebody else who's been doing a great job recently and has been doing it for a long time, R-Truth. I mean, 50-whatever years old he is. He's doing some incredible work right now. He even dropped the name Little Jimmy this week. 
Can you believe that? <laughs> that is amazing. I want little Jimmy to come back. Dude, that guy is a treasure. Like, it's no wonder he's been around as long as he has because he everything he does is somehow incredibly thoughtful and genius yet abysmally stupid and he somehow <laughs> marries the two for entertainment perfection and his his striving to be you know in the judgment day this whole thing coming out of nowhere yep. you know even his match a couple weeks ago in the tag match where there was this tension between you know uh you know, he's tagging with uh, who is he tagging with? Um, I can't remember who he was tagging with, but it was, uh, you know, he was fighting for the judgment day on the other side, tagging while, with Miss. but also confused. That's right. He was yeah. tagging with Miss because it's uh, yeah. it's awesome. Truth. That's awesome right. Truth. And uh, and so, uh, you know, but he's like he's like, oh, wait, I'm partnering with Miz, but I'm in the judgment day, but I'm not in the judgment day, <laughs> but I'm helping J.D., but I'm tagging with Miz. And it's just it's great. And, and that guy, uh, I'm excited for his Hall of Fame speech. Oh, my gosh. I don't, I don't know what it's going to be. He doesn't either. That's and, and the fact that there is now uh, Tom and Nick Mysterio, evidently twins, that have been <laughs> that have been a part of it. He's just brilliant. With that. He's doing for the Judgment Day what Sammy did for the bloodline. You know, giving, he's giving that whole thing just another layer. A layer for yep. people, another reason to attach to that group. And uh, and the fact that his shirt is just a piece of tape with his name on it at the bottom of it is just absolutely awesome. Yeah, R-Truth yep. definitely is a treasure. Congrats to R-Truth for doing some great work and coming back and, and just picking up where he left off with everything. He's he's off. He was, he's been great in the past. And I actually saw a match um, where Ron Killings was uh, in TNA when he was in TNA mm -hmm. and uh, but to see and doing real work, you know, great work, serious work in the ring and uh, to see him doing this, man, because, you know, he can go. He looks fabulous. I cannot believe he's over 50 years old. Well, and in that tag match, too, dude, like for him being I mean, he's got to be 50, right? He's 50 something. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, dude can go for his age. And I mean, even if you uh, I mean. Him and Jericho, for example, Chris Jericho, neither one of them are spring chickens. Yeah. And even yeah. when you compare <laughs> him versus Chris Jericho, Jericho's still in great shape. It can still work, too. But but our truths even a step above Jericho, which says a lot. So, man, just kudos to him for being in great shape, doing great work and still keeping that career alive. He's 51. Just looked it up. 51 years 51. old. 51. Yeah. Good crazy. job, our truth. Uh, another name that has been uh, going around to uh, be could be showing up somewhere at some point is Sasha Banks and uh, or Mercedes Monet, which it's only Sasha if she comes to WWE. I'm guessing uh, Mercedes Monet if she goes anywhere else. The last we heard was that she was going to show up in All Elite, but when? It, a lot of people thought it was going to be the uh, the Wednesday before last. And then, no, 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 hang on. We're going to do it the homecoming this coming Wednesday at Daly's Place. And, and there was no Sasha Banks, just uh, Ric Flair again. Uh, but no Sasha. Is is she punking us? And what I mean by that, is she doing what punk did when, the, no, no, we're done talking. WWE says, nope, we're done talking. But he shows up at the very end of Survivor Series. 
Do you think there's a chance? We, I, listen, you know, last week on our WrestleMania bingo epo- episode, uh, I mentioned that I thought she and Naomi would return together. But I don't think that things can be kept secret for that long. So could it be at the Royal Rumble? I mean, that's only, what, two weeks away. I, I don't know. But, uh, you know, uh, addressing some conversation, um, I think I had texted you and said, man, if you're Sasha Banks, Mercedes, Monet, whatever, how do you look at WWE versus AEW? Even if the money is, you know, decently apart between the two, how do you look at AEW versus WWE women's division and go, Oh, I'll go AEW. Yeah. Um, again, like, and that's not taking a dump on anybody that's in AEW because AEW has a lot of great women's talent. That's actually growing and getting better um, week to week. But in terms of depth of roster, um, and the potential pairings and competitions and things you could do. AEW is nowhere close to what WWE can offer. And so, you know, there's two schools of thought, you know, you could go to AEW and you could be the big fish in the pond. Yeah. Um, but, but when you don't have the depth of roster for people to work, you know, uh, of people to work with, is it worth it? You know, if WWE is not going to offer you, you know, that little extra bump and pay that you're after, you know, is it worth walking away from that knowing that there's so much potential and, and then you remove the, the competition aspect of it. Look at how hot the WWE is right now. They're selling out live events. Yeah, they're they almost really selling out every single television taping. AEW is not. And so is there an amount of money that can be traded for, rustling in front of a fraction of the people. So, you know, I'm not in her shoes. I can't put myself in, in the, in the mindset of a wrestler and what's important. And, and as an artist, as an entertainer, but man, it seems like a no brainer, but it's leaving us wondering like, man, she might, might still show up in AEW, but at the same time, she's been teasing us like she might show up in WWE. So could be a CM Punk thing. Could be not, but, I don't know. I think if she goes to WWE that we have to see her at the Royal Rumble, because I think waiting until, you know, showing up at, at, at WrestleMania is just going to be too long and too hard to keep that secret. If indeed that would be the secret. You mentioned something about, you know, uh, the depth of the roster. There are the roster depth at AEW is actually enormous. There are a ton of women on the W on the AEW roster. What they're not doing is showcasing any of those women on TV for very much time at all. And you get two hours of dynamite, two hours of collision, and there might be three matches between the shows. Now, there's some Ring of Honor. There's several Ring of Honor uh, matches, but the only way you get to see Ring of Honor is if you subscribe to Ring of Honor or to the Honor Club. That's the only way you get to see those matches or little tidbits on on YouTube here and there. I mean, I saw a picture of the roster at AEW and I was like, I didn't real I didn't picture this many women working at AEW. Now, I would say that it might be a tad smaller if you don't count NXT, if you just did SmackDown and Raw uh, for WWE, but we see so many more women's matches yeah. in WWE than and great not just a, not just a match to fill some time, but a storyline now. Uh, between people and developing new storylines and seeing great, great matches from these women. And um, I I think it's a no brainer too. even if it's a few dollars less, don't you know 
that you're going to you're going to make up the difference and maybe double that if you get the right T-shirt, get the right gear. I mean, they, they are second to none when it comes to merchandising. And I think it's a, a no brainer. And and maybe I'm being selfish just as a fan, because I'd like to I just like to see her come back. It's a different world now than when she left. Different people are there, yep. especially in charge. And it'd be interesting to see what would happen if if those two came back. Uh, one place where uh, I mentioned Naomi, uh, she's Trinity in TNA, and they have a big pay-per-view tonight. We're going to hit some of that stuff and, um, and see what else we can't get into when we come back here next. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals each week i'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever i'm talking marcus dixon olympic gymnastics kane velasquez salacious super bowl level scandals Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Next on the WrestleChat Podcast. They wrapped up a big pay-per-view last year. And when they wrapped up that pay-per-view, they said, oh, we've got a big announcement. Got a little announcement we want to uh, play for you. And the announcement was they are changing the name back to TNA, total nonstop action. And tonight it is officially back. TNA, their pay-per-view, hard to kill. All the champs showing off some brand new title belts too. Have you seen these yet, Michael? I've seen a few of them. I, I saw the the tag uh, titles, I believe, or, uh, or yeah, and the, uh, the digital media titles, yes. I think. Yeah, Tommy All Dreamer. really good. What I love about it is really the continuity good. between belts. Like the heavyweight title, it's a you know it's a little bit bigger than everything else as it should be, but the design 
look, the banner at the top and, and the, the font that they use, they all look similar to each other as they kind of go down in hierarchy. You know, the, the world title being at the top, Knockout's title being at the top. They look fantastic. And the guys who, who did that, uh, too, I'll tag them. I don't remember their name, but I saw them on Facebook. I'll tag them in this video if you, in this episode if you want to go to the, uh, um, the description of this episode. You can check out those guys and everything else that they, they make. They did a really, really good job. Uh, you got TNA champ, though, tonight, Alex Shelley uh, facing Moose. And if you've never seen Moose in action, uh, he looks exactly. And I'll, I'll, I'll say this, too, about TNA. They've been hard to find. They've been hard to find for a yep. long time. And it was always, yeah, they're on TV, but it's 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 not carried by every cable company or like I use YouTube TV and it's not on that. Uh, I would have to go here and, and remember to go to YouTube at 7 p.m. It's just complicated to get to. Um, but uh, what I have seen from them, especially recently and listening to Tommy Dreamer on Busted Open, man. They've really done some great work and to rebrand back to a yep. brand that people thought were dead, resurrect it and make people more excited than ever. Uh, I'm uh, bravo. I mean, they've done a great job at that. we got the knockouts champ. I mentioned yep. Trinity. She's taking on Jordan Grace. Excited to see what Jordan does. And I think this might be kind of telling that if Trinity is indeed looking for employment somewhere else. I think that if she is, then you possibly see a turnover in title here. If she doesn't, doesn't mean that she's not leaving. It just means that she's not dropping the title that night. But if she does drop it tonight, um, then I think that might be a good sign that she is she's headed back home to WWE. We'll see, though. Josh Alexander, absolutely love this guy. Great wrestler uh, going against Alex Hammerstone. Uh, both these guys just beast, and it's not for a title or anything. It's just going to be a great match. Uh, Chris Sabin is the X Division champion, and this is a triple threat match against Kushida, wow. awesome wrestler as well, and Vikingo, who's, you know, he's already flipping right now. He'll be flipping to the ring when he gets there. Um, but uh, that guy is amazing as well. We'll see who takes on that title when it's all said and done. You know, I've, like I mentioned, I've watched TNA in the past, but uh, not consistently. It's it's been a little complicated, but they're doing something different now with something called TNA Plus, their own platform. And this is much like the WWE Network was when it first started. It has all of their library. You'll be able to watch the current shows and you get all the pay-per-views if you buy the, the, I think they call it the championship tier. If you do that, you get to, you get to watch absolutely everything. So tonight is the night it's called hard to kill. It is TNA's return with this pay-per-view and you can get that either just on a normal pay-per-view or you can do TNA plus and watch it there. I'm going to do TNA plus and watch it there and see how the experience is and excited to report about it. Uh, about that next week. What do you think Tony's going to be tweeting about uh, this weekend? TNA? <laughs> uh, that or that uh, his his steak was undercooked mm. or that his his black hand towels were not in his dressing room or uh, maybe maybe we'll see him circle back to CM Punk just because he can. Oh, oh wait, you no, know, there's, there's an NDA there. He can't talk about him at all, I don't think, can he? he was, I probably not. I, th I don't um, think he can say anything Punk, more than I was scared for my life. Yeah. Um, but, but needless to say, whatever Tony decides to uh, comment on this week, I have no doubt it will be nothing short of entertaining. Well, give us something else to talk about here on the show. That's for sure. Right. Only a couple of weeks away from the Royal Rumble. If I'm not mistaken, will we talk about that next week? Or will we not? Hang on. I need to look and see. Is that right? Let's find out. I think so. 
Man, I know this is riveting entertainment here right now. Listening to us We're look at Googling. It's the 20. No, we've got one more Saturday. We've got the 20th. One more. Yeah, it's the one after that. Okay. So we can, uh, we'll give our predictions in two weeks on the Royal Rumble. Um, set up some of those matches and have some fun with that. And uh, in the meantime, we'll keep our eyes on Twitter and uh, follow Tony Khan so you can see. Make sure you do the bell too so you can get the updates as if he's tweeting about gender, you get it right then and you know about it. Yep. That's the best. Michael, good to hang out with you again this week. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I don't think we're ever going to get invited to a to another All Elite show. We'll see. I'm the Ant-Man. We'll see you guys next week here on the Russell Chat Podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.